City of Hope, named by U.S. News & World Report as one of the top cancer hospitals in the country for the 11th year, brings you City of Hope Radio. Here's Melanie Cole. Nanotechnology. This has the potential to radically change how we diagnose and treat cancer. My guest today is Dr. M. Human Fekrazad. He's triple board certified in hematology, medical oncology, and internal medicine at City of Hope. Welcome to the show, Dr. Fekrazad. Tell us what is nanotechnology and how is it being used in cancer treatment? Uh, thank you so much for inviting me for this um, interview. Um, as you mentioned, I am a medical oncologist by training. I have a um, passion uh, to treat patients with advanced cancer, and the hope is that one day we can cure majority of patients with this deadly disease. Um, nanotechnology um, is a rapidly growing uh, science. I would say in the last 10, 15 years, we have learned a lot of uh, information how to use this technology, and not only to uh, provide rapid and sensitive detection of cancer-related targets, um, but also we can use uh, this technology to uh, cure and control uh, disease by uh, delivering chemotherapy and anti-cancer agents uh, into the targeted uh, areas of the body where they uh, are involved with the cancer. Um, so... I believe that the use of nanotechnology is for diagnosis and for treatment of cancers, but uh, this is uh, largely uh, still in the development phase. So I would say within the next few years, we will learn more, and hopefully we can use this technology to diagnose and uh, treat patients with advanced cancer. Tell us about the technology itself. What is involved, and why is this so advanced? Um, nanoscale objects um, are extremely small. So imagine that they are um, like 100 nanometers. Uh, these are, um, this can be useful uh, by um, putting the uh, agents into the nanoparticles and then delivering to the targeted organs. Again, uh, this is being applied to almost every field um, uh, you can imagine in bioscience, in electronics, in magnetics, in optics, uh, in information technology, and also in um, many other uh, fields uh, of medicine and, and non-medical fields. So, um, so this is a very exciting and very fascinating field that a lot of scientists have passion uh, to work and uh, explore more in this field. So what are these nanoparticles, and, and, and does this involve stem cells, things that are able to target the cancer itself? Explain yes. it a little bit. Yes, ma'am. Uh, so nanoparticles uh, are particles between 1 and 100 nanometers in size. So, so they're very small, um, you know, particles. A particle is defined as a small object that behaves as a whole unit with respect to its transport and properties. That's the terminology for nanoparticles. They're extremely small and um, so are classified according to the diameter of this particle. Sometimes we call them small nanoparticles or large nanoparticles, and they have different shapes. Um, so, and you can, you can make it from different elements. So you can you know, make nanoparticles from crystals, 
or you can make nanoparticles from carbon, or you can make nanoparticles from silicon. So we can make them from different elements, basically. So nanoparticles have at least one dimension between 1 and 10 nanometers, and a narrow size distribution, which means that they can squeeze in into different organs, um, if we can use them in a human, basically. That is absolutely fascinating. And if something like a stem cell migrates to tumors, can okay. you load them up with these nanoparticles? And then how, how do they do that? They target the tumor directly and don't destroy all of the surrounding tissue? Um, that is correct. So what usually happens, uh, tumor cells, they have uh, antigens on the surface of the cells. So uh, with the nanoparticles, we can, uh, we can detect and um, give them the information of what cells they should target. So because uh, normal cells, they don't carry the same antigens that the cancer cells have. This is, I mean, this is it's different from cancer to cancer. I mean, this is not like every single cancer carry one antigen. They have different thousands and thousands of different antigens on the surface cells and different ways of finding them. But we can basically gauge our nanoparticles to go to the specific cells of interest and then attack them. Uh, so we can ask the nanoparticles to go to, for instance, i give you an example, one of the commonly used um, diseases that we treat these days is um, estrogen receptor positive breast cancer. So we can ask the nanoparticles to go and find estrogen receptor cells uh, on the tumor cells and then deliver the chemotherapy or anti-cancer treatments into the uh, cells and obviously destroy them, but not attacking the normal cells when they do not carry that specific antigen. So what are some of the benefits? What is the difference between what we've typically seen as treatment? What are the benefits, and is this being used right now? The benefits, um, as I mentioned before, is uh, having a targeted therapy. So when we give chemotherapy to our patients uh, in 2015, unfortunately, we destroy the normal cells while we destroy the cancer cells. Because majority of chemos that we are using these days, they don't have the specific uh, function to destroy the cancer cell. We do have some chemos that are designed, and if you're using that, and if they approve, they go and only control the cancer cells, but not all chemos. I can definitely assure you that most chemotherapy agents can affect the normal cells. By using the nanotechnology, we can eliminate that kind of... Uh, side effects, and we can attack the only cancer cells and not uh, destroying or causing side effects for other normal cells. Dr. Fekrazad, you own a patent yes, on a patch that can deliver chemotherapy through the skin. Tell us a little bit more about that. Sure. Um, so I've been working on this project since 2008. For the last seven years, um, we want to eliminate uh, giving chemotherapy through the intravenous route or through the oral preparation. The, the main reason is when we give IV chemotherapies or oral chemotherapies, um, the chemo um, goes to the human uh, and then after two to three weeks disappears. I mean, the body metabolizes the chemo. To prevent having a, um, you know, enough level of 
chemotherapy in the blood, you have to give a higher dose of chemo because we cannot give chemotherapy every day. We usually give every two to three weeks. So we have to give a higher dose. And before it comes to the lower dose, we kind of bolus and give another uh, round of chemotherapy to the patient. So basically because of a trough and peak phenomena, which we go up to the heel and come back down. So this peak of the chemo causes a lot of toxicity. But if we give chemotherapy in a continuous fashion, the way that I'm designing this uh, project is giving chemotherapy through the skin in a continuous fashion. We don't cause a peak and trough phenomena. We will have a, the dose that we need to give to the patient to eradicate the cancer cells. We give it in a continuous fashion. So um, I think there are a lot of enthusiasm and uh, a lot of, um, you know, appreciation to the science that we are able to do these kind of uh, projects these days. Uh, you know, I work with uh, a few uh, scientists at the California Institute of Technology, Caltech, um, So, and with their expertise and what they do, uh, we are aiming to be able to deliver chemotherapy in a continuous fashion through the skin. In just the last few minutes, where do you see nanotechnology and cancer treatment in the next five to ten years, and why should patients come to City of Hope for their care? That's a very good question. Um, you know, as a physician, as a scientist, we always um, have passion to advance the science. We always want to see how we can uh, control and potentially cure the cancers. I mean, if you ask ten oncologists who are in the um, in the academic institution, they all have the same aim. They have, um, they really want to uh, find a cure for this deadly disease. So I think nanotechnology has a very important role. Um, I believe that with nanotechnology, we can early detect the cancer. We can uh, prevent some futile surgeries for some of our patients. When the cancer is already advanced, but we cannot detect them uh, with the a modality of treatments that we, a modality of imaging that we have, such as CT scan or PET scan, uh, and we can potentially um, find the areas of the cancer quicker. And obviously, giving chemotherapy to only sites of the cancer and not the normal cells. So, the reason um, um, for patients to come to City of Hope because uh, we are uh, on cutting edge of medicine. We are like several other institutions across the country. Uh, we have uh, knowledge about um, cancer. We have expertise of how to tackle the cancer. And we have a lot of new projects and new um, treatment um, strategies that we are aiming for cure. So I encourage uh, patients to seek medical attention at uh, academic institutions with this uh, level of knowledge. And City of Hope is one of them across the country. And I believe uh, if uh, patients live in the Southern California, they would benefit of um, exploring this option. Thank you so much, Dr. Fekrizad. It's fascinating, absolutely fascinating information. You're listening to City of Hope Radio. For more information, you can go to cityofhope.org. That's cityofhope.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening. Mm-hmm.